helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns. Kia ora and hi, I'm Craig Johns and welcome to episode 129 of the Active CEO Podcast, where we are decoding the next segment of Breaking the CEO Code. Over the past three Breaking the CEO Code episodes, we have been introducing the 10 elements of leading high-performing teams. Today, we're talking about establish diverse professional relationships that are supportive, enjoyable, and dependable. And when we think about diversity in the in a workplace or in a team, we need to be thinking around diversity of thought, diversity of perspective, and diversity of opinion. It's really crucial to the growth and innovation of a team. Because what we want to do is try and avoid the think group phenomenon, where we end up with a whole lot of people that think the same. And therefore, no one challenges because we tend to conform rather than um, seek to find new ways or seek to understand other opinions or ideas. I think some of the most profound diversity we experience in life has to do with diversity of thought. Initiatives can have important and interesting social benefits, but the real reason we want to pursue diversity is for the innovation. You know, by having diversity of thought, you have you you bring people around you who have diverse experiences and these experiences can be race gender socioeconomic they could also be learning styles different industries and what is really important to understand is that none of those different style or differences or different points of diversity view is more potent than others. We need to create environments as leaders where we can teach people to have better conversations and more dialogue with people who have differing views. You know, I've been at conferences with people and they've got up and left because they have a different viewpoint to the speaker. Now for me, I feel that's the wrong approach. The more diverse someone is into the way I think, the more I lean in. Because I want to know why do they think so different to what I do? What are they catching that I'm not? Why do they understand it in a different way? What lens are they using? Because you can get very blinded by our own opinions, thoughts and feelings and ideas. We need to be in a position where I'm not sure that really is the best way to go. So you want to be in a position where 
the people that you have with you are asking that question to you and you're asking it to someone else. I am not sure that really is the best way to go. So we need to be thinking differently. We need to be able to challenge each other. One thing we find that it seems to be really common at the moment is the importance of inter, uh, integrating in a company a diversity program. Now, one thing is that the most effective companies don't actually separate into a diversity program. They actually look at integrating a, or having an integrative program that is full of diversity. So it's very different. So rather than segregating different components, we actually integrate them more effectively. Because it can actually, it can be helpful to segregate, but most often it actually can go the opposite way. So we need to think of diversity as a lens for looking at identifying, developing, and advancing our talent as well. So when we're looking at a recruitment, we need to be very intentional in the way that we recruit from a diversity point of view. We can't just let it happen by chance because our natural, uh, our natural instinct is to surround ourselves with people who think, do, and act similar to what we do. So we need to have an intentional approach around how we create a organization that has a diversity of thought, perspective, and opinion. So we need to be mindful that whoever's involved in the recruiting process is thinking about the diversity of the greater team rather than always hiring the best people from a technical point of view or a skill point of view. Sometimes it might be better to drop down a peg when it comes to, um, to, to how advanced or experienced someone is and think about how that person might contribute to the team from a diverse point of view. Because a team, a great team is usually not made of all superstars. It's made up of a team that works well dynamically. So what are the team dynamics and how can we make that work? The default condition of human beings is to protect ourselves both neurologically and emotionally. And so when we go into stress, we tend to go into a defensive kind of mode. And so what we need to be able to do is create an environment and a state of cognitive and perceptual uh, ability to ensure that people feel safe and comfortable. So create a psychologically safe space for the diversity to come alive. Because we don't want people to fall into a defensive posture or a defensive way of being because that will limit the possibilities that come through our diversity of thought, perspective, and opinion. Because we need to make sure that we have, that we are constantly establishing those diverse professional relationships that must be supportive, enjoyable, and dependable on each other. 
So therefore, we must create that psychological space first to build the trust and the loyalty to allow it to occur. If we have people who come from different perspectives, the solutions that we bring and the way we interact and the relationships we build are going to distinguish you from your competitors. You want to have that diverse view and diverse lens and diverse approach to solve their problems most effectively when you're dealing with clients or other stakeholders. So we need to be building our cultural dexterity, which is to connect across myriad of areas, backgrounds, and focuses that are very different. And it's quite a challenge to be a true leader and successful leader in today's world without a minimum level of cultural dexterity. We we ultimately need to be creating a culture where every individual is valued for their unique contributions and allow them to achieve at their highest potential. So diverse teams produce better solutions to complex problems. And we want to, as we mentioned earlier, maintain individuality rather than group think. So it goes against a lot of what we're seeing in building high performing teams at the moment. We're seeing everyone thinking about, we need to be all team players. Well, yes we do, but we don't want them to be all thinking the same. We actually want them to think individuality for the greater good of the team. So we need those unique and diverse thoughts, perspectives, and opinions. Diversity in leadership can help with retention of diverse staff. So we need to be planning our diversity approach all throughout the whole organization. It can't be just in the new people we hire. We need to think about how there is diverse viewpoints throughout the whole organization. And we need to start from the top. Because if we can do that, we're going to have a better chance of retaining our staff because they will see a pathway to move through the organization up to a leadership point of view. If we don't have a diverse leadership team, then it's very difficult for people to visualize how they will move up the company um, into different managerial or leadership roles if they're not the same as what the leaders are. So if you have a diverse group of leaders, then they feel comfortable that anyone can be can move up through the organization. The pathway becomes clearer. We also need diverse leaders who serve as mentors and sponsors because then it helps build multicultural competencies within the organization. And that's really valuable because the more multicultural competencies we have, the greater the opportunities the company will see when it comes to opportunities um, on a global perspective. The one thing that 2020 has taught many companies 
is that it's much easier to go global than we ever thought. And it's much easier to have a diverse team from a geographical point of view, from a cultural point of view, because we've realized that it's not that difficult to build remote teams. So it's very easy now to take your company and make it a global company rather than just being a very localized company. You know, I've just established a new business with Sam Cawthorn called Speakers Institute Corporate. And we officially launched it only on uh, Thursday the 15th of October. Within one day, we began building out a Latin American team that will speak in Spanish and Portuguese. Now, if we didn't, if we weren't fully online in, in the current space we're working, we probably wouldn't have done it so quickly. But opportunities arise. And because of our diverse backgrounds and our diverse point of views, you know, Sam has an Indian Scottish heritage, uh, but was also born in Australia. He has traveled the world, has different perspectives, has a very diverse team in Speakers Institute. You know, I grew up in New Zealand and have lived in five different countries, including Taiwan, Saudi Arabia, Thailand, and, and obviously now Australia, and, and, and lived in 48 countries. I've been able to lead teams that are as diverse from a ethnic background of up to 20 countries at one time. So our perspectives are quite unique already. And so for us, it's very easy to create a diversity in leadership and within all our team members. So we're already building a team that has at least six different um, ethnicities. We already have staff working in uh, four different countries and we're expanding that really quickly, as I just mentioned. We need to be, as we mentioned earlier, it needs to be intentional. So what I'm going to leave you with today is the three areas of diversity that provide greater organizational performance. Three areas of diversity that will provide you with greater organizational performance. The first one is intentional recruitment of diverse employees. You can't leave it up to chance. You have to intentionally think about how to create a group dynamic that will provide diversity of thought, diversity of perspective, and diversity of opinion. The second one is develop integrative programs rather than diversity programs. If we start creating diversity programs, we start to segregate and segment the organization when we're actually trying to bring them together. So let's develop integrative programs that are led by a diverse leadership team. And we need to create that psychological space first for the trust to occur and allow the diversity to really take effect. And as we mentioned, and that includes diversity of thought, perspective, and opinion. And then the third one is create an environment where 
diversity of thought, diversity of perspective, and diversity of opinion is rewarded. If you want behaviors to stick, you must reward the correct behaviors, and then it will become an automatic part of the organization. So those three areas of diversity that provide you with greater organizational performance. First one, intentional recruitment of diverse employees. Number two, develop integrative programs rather than diversity programs. And, and number three, create an environment where diversity of thought, perspective, and opinion is rewarded. If you found this episode had a positive impact on your thinking as a leader, then please feel free to share with your community of influence and proximity so they too can be a world-class leader leading high-performing teams. Join me in listening to the next episode of the Active CEO podcast where we deep dive into an incredible world leader, an inspirational person who is going to influence the way you think and maybe shift an ideal thought that you currently have. So keep an eye out for the next episode. To learn more about breaking the CEO code, then please go to craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. I'm truly grateful that you've joined me today. Thank you very much for listening. I am Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. Join the Active CEO movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG to Perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the NRG to Perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next Active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.